Hamilton. Billy couldn't help himself. His voice made sarcastic quote marks around the last two words. Hey! Zoe swayed round to punch him on the arm. I didn't see you refusing any Beatrice snaps earlier. Yeah, on my fucking pills, Charlie said. Another freebie. Somehow liberated from the ERI where Charlie worked. Billy shook his head. The only freebie I'm likely to get is an invite to a crime scene. That would be cool, Charlie shouted, bouncing in the back seat. He put on a thick accent. There's been a murder. Since Billy started a month ago, it had been constant jibes about Taggart and Rebus. The truth of trainee crime reporting so far was astonishingly mundane, but Billy liked the methodical clarity of the work, trying to create order from the mess of real life. They were climbing a slope now. Salisbury crags, towering on the left, trees lining the road on the other side. It felt like the countryside. Houses and shops and pubs were two minutes away, but it seemed like the middle of nowhere. Hey, check out the stars, Charlie said, leaning forward. Hey, check out the stars, Zoe repeated in a stoner voice. Charlie laughed. <laughs> Fuck you, droopy drawers. Fuck you right back. Zoe threw him a flirty look. Billy felt a rush of chemical love for his girlfriend and brother, the drugs thrusting his feelings into the stratosphere. They were a regular three musketeers, one for all and all for one. Zoe craned her neck to look through the windscreen. Actually, that is kind of beautiful. Billy laughed. Jesus, what was in those pills? Bear if you don't know, Charlie said. He liked to be secretive about the drugs he pilfered from A&E cabinets, but Billy trusted him. Charlie was his big brother, after all. The one person supposed to look after him. Charlie wouldn't let him come to any harm. Anyway, the pills they took were pretty predictable. Uppers to get the night going, opiates benzodiazepines or barbiturates to come down. Judging by the buzz, they were on something speedy. Maybe MDMA as well, methamphetamine and methadrone. Charlie was looking out his passenger window now, trees blurring past, his face pointing up. Seriously? That sky is fucking amazing. You gotta check it out, bro. Zoe laughed and looked at Billy and he smiled back at her. The road bent round in a slow curve as he climbed the hill. Billy leaned forward so his chin was almost touching the steering wheel and gazed upwards. The moon hung there, surrounded by a whirl of stars, needles of light puncturing the deep violet sky. The crags to their left were like a rocket launch pad jutting into the expanse of glimmering life. Billy turned his head to look the other way. There was an almighty jolt in the car and a monstrous crashing noise. Something solid and heavy smashing into metal and glass, followed by a ripple of sound across their roof and the weighty thunk of whatever it was landing on the road behind them. Billy lunged for the brake. His left temple cracked against the windscreen and his chest pressed into the steering wheel. The car glided for a moment, its nose pointing towards an embankment and a small copse of trees. Then it righted itself in a screech of brakes and the crunch of tyres on tarmac. The car lurched to a stop and Billy was thudded into his seat as the engine stalled. The smell of burning brake pads and rubber. The tick and creak of the engine.
Billy felt a bursting pain above his left eye, and a deeper, pulsing ache through his neck and shoulders. His fingers and toes were fizzing. He rubbed his temple and felt a thick lump under the skin. He cricked his neck, and a blade of pain shot through his upper body. He looked round. Zoe had both hands pressed against the dashboard, her eyes closed. You okay? he said. She nodded. He tried to clear his head. He removed Zoe's hands from the dashboard and felt her body relax a little. She turned to him, her eyes slits. You sure you're all right? She nodded again. Billy turned to the back of the car, his neck aching. Charlie was sprawled across the seats, no seatbelt on. Lucky he hadn't been sitting forward. He was writing himself in a flustered mess of limbs.